It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. This is another special episode that we're entitling Pop My Oscars. Oscars or Poskers. Which you'll hear coming up in the conversation. <laughs> uh, we invited um, some fun guests on to uh, basically run down the Oscars, which I mean, are coming yeah, up this Sunday. Yeah, just riff with us on who they think will win, who should win. It was a fun time. And it this was, was an time. evening podcast, so you might notice the mood is a bit evening sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy Mostly it. Mostly uh, evening though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before we get to that, uh, a little bit of our usual housekeeping stuff. Housekeeping? Is that housekeeping? Is housekeeping? Is uh, if you like the show, uh, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, it helps us get more listeners and get more featured and stuff, so please do so. Uh, also, you can drop us a line at info at popmyculturepodcast.com. Yeah, we love hearing from you, and we do write back, and um, suggestions or comments or just anything is great. If you don't like the show, uh, send us an email at info at walkingtheroom.com. <laughs> and, and leave us uh, a review on Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> leave it on Lycos. <laughs> and we'll be good. Uh, if you donate to the podcast, uh, we have a donation button on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. We'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Heck yeah, we will. Um, but more importantly right now, um, your donations could go a great way to helping find a cure for cancer, That's Vanessa. right. I'm running for Leukemia Lymphoma Society Woman of the Year, and I was nominated by Mindy Sterling, who's been on the show, who's awesome, and I'm running in honor of my writing partner, Katie Hooten, who four years ago in the same year, her daughter, then four years old, and her husband were both diagnosed with different kinds of leukemia. Um, her daughter is now cancer-free, and her husband's living with leukemia thanks to a drug that was developed with LLS-funded research. So it's near and dear to my heart. Um, and basically, it's just this 10-week crazy fundraising campaign. We're going to have a comedy benefit. There's going to be art auctions and all sorts of stuff. But the biggest key is really just generosity of people, like even 5 bucks. Anything you can do is amazing. And you can earmark a, donate, a donation on our site if you want to. Um, and also, I'll put the link to the LLS thing on our site where it's really easy. Easy. And you can do that, and it's tax deductible. It's an easy click, um, and everything is really appreciated. I'm trying to raise $60,000, which is a huge goal, but I think it's doable. And um, I'm hoping that this podcasting network thing will really help. Uh, Nerdist has been really gracious mm-hmm. with their support, and I'm just so excited to be involved. So let's cure cancer. And much like the Oscars, it's an honor to be nominated, it's isn't it? It's just not? an honor to be nominated. There you go. And much like the Oscars, if Marissa Tomei wins, I'm pissed. That's right. Uh, so yeah, any donation is fantastic. Yes. So uh, thank you in advance for that. Thank you so much. Let's all come together and uh, stop this awful disease, shall yeah, we? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I won't go into it, but I know every... Almost every person I know has had their life really personally touched by cancer. So it's a easy thing to get behind. I don't get anything from this either. Like I'm running for this, but I don't get, I don't even think I get a tiara. Right. Just, we'll just make, peace of we'll mind. make a tiara for oh, you. Thank you. And we'll require you to wear it in public for the next Perfect. calendar year. No problem. Everywhere you go, <laughs> even so auditions, <laughs> anything, you have to wear it. Uh, so let's get to this fun episode, shall let's we? Do it. We hope We've you guys got... enjoy it. It's yep. uh, you know the the broadcast is this Sunday, so listen quick. It might help you uh, win your Oscar pool. Yeah, it really will. Cole, by the way, is the best at this. So just follow his guesses. You <laughs> you always kill on these. I usually do pretty good. Uh, don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> go, whatever Vanessa says, go the opposite of that. <laughs> just just fight those instincts. Right. Welcome uh, to the without show. further ado, here we go. <laughs> 
Our Hello guest today. Hello and welcome. To- <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> really? That's a joke I made up. <laughs> How many of these have we done? <laughs> Please leave that. It's, it's in there. The All right. End. <laughs> Our guest today making his first appearance on the Pop My Culture podcast from Last Comic Standing, Mike Kaplan. Yay. Hello. Woo! I did it. And did here it. to uh, defend his crown as the most frequent guest oh, am I? on yeah. Pop My Culture. And with I- this with this appearance, you are you are tied with Paula Tompkins going in. And oh. I think you two are also tied as most podcasts in general. Yep. You guys have a sick a little, addiction. A little uh, battle royale we have going on. You should be on that show, My Strange Addiction. I should. Oh, man. Do they have a podcast? Not yet. And then I won't do oh, it. Oh, no. I get it. I get Sam it. Sam Levine, hey! everybody. Hey, hey Sam. Sam. I'm going to leave and come back, and that'll count as two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on your way, Mike. <laughs> thump, 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 thump. I'm back, too. Whoa. <laughs> nice. And he's also a Foley artist. Mm. Bum, bum. I do so many podcasts because I want people to always have access to my work for free. Mm. Right. I don't ever expect people to pay wow. to be entertained by me. You just want one of these to end up in a time capsule. So you think if we put the volume out there. Uh, I have my own time capsule oh, really? that I'm putting aside. Yes. It's, Why? All, it's all me related. Are you related? Yeah. Yeah. Or meat related? No me. Oh, okay. well, he's <laughs> made of meat. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. So, like, Aren't future generations will be like, this one guy was in everything. <laughs> this one guy did so many podcasts, <laughs> but he never actually worked as an actor. <laughs> After the mid two thousands, I don't know find. what happened. <laughs> There's no record of how he supported himself. <laughs> well, welcome, fellas. Yeah. It's a special episode. Uh, it, this is pop my Oscars. Uh, Oscars. As what? I'm calling it Poskers. Poskers. P apostrophe Oscars. <laughs> okay. what... Or P-O apostrophe Skurs. Oh, oh Poskers. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Poskers. All right. Well, Poskars. It sounds like a TJ Friday's ripoff. <laughs> Shut up about TJ Friday's. <laughs> Making its first appearance on this podcast. Man, right. No, I have an ongoing lawsuit with those ass wipes. Oh, really? <laughs> Wow. Well, this Sunday is the 84th annual Academy Awards. Uh, just oh. to give people an idea, we were doing this on Wednesday it's night. A it's a couple days prior. about the movies and it's televised. And it's long. Mm. Named after Oscar. Mm-hmm. Oscar Wilde. Yeah, that's right. The Grouch. Yep. He was a grouchy <laughs> was man. He was a wild grouch. Oscar the wild grouch. <laughs> because being gay in his era mm. was very was very frowned upon. How and much, he was grouchy. How much more interesting would that make Sesame Street if out of the garbage can a little Oscar Wilde popped out? <laughs> that would be a fun way to any learn. Day. All right. So this Sunday, 84th Annual Academy Awards, uh, we're going to run through them all. We're going to kind of give people an idea of what we think should win, what we think will win. Mm-hmm. We have um, not discussed our answers beforehand. We except have not. for I've gotten a bit of an earful before from Cole before you guys got here. Was he explaining to you the difference between an actor and an actress? Yeah. Was he describing the difference between should and will? (laughs) Uh, He was doing a lot of stuff, guys. Mostly talking about, what's that movie? Tree of Life. We'll get to that. Uh, let's start with let's let's start with the big shebang. Let's start with the best picture of which. Why you want to start with that? Yeah, why not? Right? All right. We're doing People will stop listening. Yeah. Are you the kind of guy who flips to the end of a book? <laughs> we can end with it, it and then test people's patience. And then patience. you go back to the beginning. I read I a survey recently. It. Where they said something like like eighty percent of people who flip to the end of a book and then you know, realize the page and then go back and start it find the experience more enjoyable. They do. I read that too. Isn't I read it? the ending of that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, 
I, I really did hear that, and also then I made a funny joke about it. I started on page two of that website article. And so for backwards. that very reason, I guess you're one of those people, and let's start with Best Sure. Picture. Well, I figure we're going to talk about these movies anyway. So there are nine Best Picture nominees this year, down one from last year's ten. Yeah. You. Which was up five <laughs> was from the previous all year. Years five. Next time six, then eight, then seven. Of course, the one then year nine? that I'm the one year in my lifetime likely that I'm in a film nominated for Best Picture, it's the first and only year where they have ten. Nominees. There you go. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Congratulatory? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Humble brag? I can't, I can't I be too no. sorry about that issue. <laughs> but I still uh, apologize. Not to talk about last year, but I don't think that we necessarily should have won, but the Hurt Locker still, to me, bothers me that it won Best Picture. Yeah. What were you in, Avatar? Or were they yeah. two years ago? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, okay. That, was, that was two years ago. Well, what they're the going to do next year is, is they're going to nominate five things that aren't nominated. Everything else is up for Best Picture. Yeah. Except for these five movies that aren't up for Best Picture. What? Is that a made-up thing? That's 100% made-up. I don't even understand <laughs> how that works. It's sort of an impossible thing. Yeah. Thousands of um, movies up for Best Picture. Then. Well, but I just didn't Should even understand Should have more like this. the Grammys. Here are five no- <laughs> up-nominated are five things that are not nominated. <laughs> Wait a minute. You All... broke your own rule. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are nine this year. And uh, really quickly, they are, and then we'll discuss them, The Artist, The Descendants, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, mm. The Help, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, and War Horse. Those are your nominees. I pronounced that one War. A banner year <laughs> for good. film. I disagree. Yeah, the Hulk didn't I come out. I agree with your sarcasm. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Reading body language. Yeah, to me, I feel like it was a year of pretty good movies, but mm-hmm. a lot of movies are like, eh, I like that all right, but like very few like, oh, I love six movies None so of these much. are the best picture. Right, right. Table what is the best picture? Ooh, Ever? Yeah. No, for you. Gone with the wind this year. Gone with the wind this year. <laughs> it was. She saw a screening of it. Down at the music box Dude, theater. it's so good. <laughs> and she thinks that that makes it eligible for an Oscar. I didn't like these. I liked Warrior. I like. You liked Warrior. Yeah, I liked Warrior. Too. Warrior horse. I liked it better um, than these. Best my, fav- my favorite movie of the year is not listed for Best Picture. What is What's it? yours? Well, do we want to discuss that now? Yeah. Sure. Why not? It did get an Academy Award nomination. My favorite film of the year was Drive. Oh, it was yeah. great. Super. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We all agree. That's Correct. a good movie. Okay. okay. <laughs> Next. Of, Moving on. Of these here, uh, what do you guys, first of all, think will win? And then we'll discuss what we think should The artist. Uh, yes. Also I, the I artist. We're all in agreement that the artist, the artist will likely win Best Picture. I would like yeah. Midnight in Paris ah. to win. Uh, I had more fun watching *The Night in Paris than I did watching The Artist. But I had fun watching The Artist. Right, but oh. the best movie isn't one that's... Makes you feel good. Right. What <laughs> are um, The yeah. Cannonball Run would win every year. So uh, here's, here's a quick story uh, that will help shed some light on why the Oscars are down the way they do. Okay. Uh, back in, oh, let's see, early 2005, I was uh, at an audition and waiting with me at this audition reading for separate roles, I'm happy to say, were uh, three, let's go ahead and call them elderly actresses. Um, they, they were probably mid-30s. in their 30s. Yeah. Mid- <laughs> uh, you nailed it. Hey, uh, they were in their 70s. Man, and, you uh, nailed that 70-year-old. And, Ew, uh, dirty weenie. And <laughs> I, I was listening to their conversation because uh, all three of them were members of the Academy. And they were discussing which films they liked and which they were going to vote for for Best Picture. Sure. And this, they, were, they were discussing the films of 2004. Now, I'm happy to say... That I think the the best picture that year did win. It was Million Dollar Baby. 
A lot of people were up in arms because they felt The Aviator, which also came out that year, should have been uh, should have won Best Picture. But these three women were convinced that Finding Neverland was the best picture of the year. That was the Johnny Depp. Oh, I remember. Yeah, you are. They found Neverland at the end. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So that's who's voting. It's old women who (laughs) like crap like that. And mercifully, they got outvoted. Well, do you know also, uh, I read that, I mean, 90-something percent, it's or a very large percent of the people are like, it's mostly straight white men. Yeah. It's mostly, yeah. it's mostly it's people. Paper this weekend. Yes. Who are working, mostly people who are like, I don't know, crew people or yeah. production people. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not actors. They don't know anything about acting or directing or movie no. watching. They're, they're so blue collar. Yeah, they just, they just vote for stuff that they want to work. <laughs> they're like, what'll give me more work? Yeah. <laughs> Can I write in the economy? The Is that an option? Yeah. <laughs> um, My so, job. So that's the, that's the problem. And that's specifically why the artist will win, because you got white dudes and old ladies going, what did we like this year? That was cute. The artist was good. It reminded me of when I was a girl. When there was <laughs> still pictures. Um, I mean, and so that's why it will win. It definitely is the most different of the ones. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's why. I think people are like, yeah, it got a lot of, it's just got a lot of buzz. People are like, oh, mm-hmm. it's yeah. good. And no talking. Yeah. How it's so good without talking. Mm-hmm. It, imagine if it had talking, it would have knocked everything out of the water. <laughs> yeah. And there's a dog. <laughs> and, and yeah. He's adorable. He's adorable. You have he's to know how to read some of it. Yeah. yeah that is yeah. tricky. I thought it was so overrated. I mean, I guess that's what everyone's no, agreeing. No, no, a lot of people. Well, it was good. My girlfriend I thought it was a very good movie. movie. It was I thought good. it was. It was good. It was cute. But I couldn't. The I think that the hype around it was like, oh my gosh, have you seen the artist? It's a beautiful film. Well, I kept hearing people yeah. go, it's a beautiful film. It's a good movie. That's the yeah. problem. That's the same problem with all the, you know, yeah. like with Jesus. You know, like it's, he's good. <laughs> he's he's then, okay. Yeah. I like his earlier work. <laughs> you would, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who did we like at church? Uh, is that Jesus? <laughs> Jesus was good. He reminds me of food. when I was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't Abraham do more stuff? <laughs> <laughs> he should be in more things. <laughs> Now this is my; these are my grandparents talking to me. <laughs> Why aren't you in more movies? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you Nana. should do the Leto show more often. <laughs> you know what? I have a coworker friend of mine, and her nephew. He's with us commercials. Maybe he could help you get uh, some commercials. My grandmother wrote on Chelsea Handler's <gasps> Facebook wall that she should have me on her show. <laughs> I thought you, so you, I got, thought you were going to tell me your grandmother works for Chelsea Handler's show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that's right. She wrote on Chelsea wrote Handler's, Chelsea Handler's well, Chelsea's life. Oh, oh, Wants okay. a lot of diversity in her show. Yeah. Give me the oldest writer you can. If, <laughs> if my grandmother was going to be working on a show, that seems like the one it would be. She Whoa. has the most women. <laughs> she does. It's true. She has like half women at least or all, more. And they're all full women. That, the half full women? women? Full women. Like not transsexual? Like no trannies on that yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that word is not what they want to be called. Tranny. So, speaking of trannies, my favorite movie is Moneyball. I don't know how that relates. Oh, my favorite movie is Tranny Hall. Tranny Ball. No, that's a Stefan. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't know it. Oh, you didn't? Well, no, I don't, I don't watch well that at all. Well, then, well done. Thank you very much. Well, done. <laughs> well, no, it happens. That happens. Yeah. That Parallel happens. thinking, guys. Parallel. Lots of, uh, I, I got busted years ago. Well, not busted, but I got, I got, I got a talking to because I was doing similar material that another comic was. And I was like, I'm 14 years old. Do you <laughs> think I'm out at clubs watching Scott LaRose do bits at 11 o'clock? 
Scotland. Oh, you were. We might have yeah. just had the same idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you, yeah. What was your joke? It's like, hey, everybody, I'm yeah. Scott LaRose. <laughs> that was the. Mo- that, by the way, that may be the most arcane tangent I've taken in any podcast I've ever done. I'm 14 and years old, and I sincerely old. apologize for it. Fun. You like Moneyball? Moneyball is my favorite. I like Moneyball movies. also. Uh, it. I mean, I talked about this on the year end thing stuff too, but it's also the first movie where there was a reenactment of something I was at because I was at the 20th game that they oh. won. So for me, it was like weird just watching that. Um, but I, I was thought at, it was great. Yeah, I was at Midnight in Paris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was at the bathroom in the help. Uh, I was once in black and white. Oh. Yeah. I was at a horse once. <laughs> <laughs> it really meant a lot to me because I was actually at a horse. Yeah. So. <laughs> the is often extremely loud and incredibly close. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, speaking of that movie, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close is the lowest rated of them all on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a 48%, which makes it the lowest rated Best Picture nominee in 10 years. Wow. What, what was 10 years ago? Uh, oh, great. I don't know. Gerb. <laughs> Um, <laughs> insert it here. Yeah. For the it was. Can we talk a little bit about what the hell Tree of Life is doing in there? Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, it's a bit polarized. It's the last one that I saw yeah. of all of them. I was trying to catch up to everything, and I just watched it on Blu-ray at home. Well, Whoa. excuse me. Whoa. I didn't know you were doing so well. <laughs> you have a home? <laughs> <laughs> it was visually fantastic. I yeah. will not take any away from that. I thought it was gorgeous, yeah. but it was kind of pretentious nonsense. Yeah. I thought. I sort of actually dug the first 30 minutes that was like the Big Bang through creation and all that stuff, just because right. I felt like I was watching that Planet Earth documentary. Mm-hmm. But as That's an actual movie, it was just like a lot of weird poetry whispered over Big Bang images. Yeah, there's that, really no narrative. No yeah. narrative. And uh, that makes it very hard for uh, most people uh, I went who there, are man. not film I went students. There. I went there. Who, are, who there. are not high film students. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, you know. Uh, that, well, that's, that's high art, man. That's, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah but no. It's... No, you can you can like it. Oh, you I didn't like it. I didn't see it. Oh, right. I, I liked it. There it yeah. is. I wish they would cut out the stuff that looked like the media player skins. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. Yeah, it's for a me. screensaver. That's I tweeted that. But <laughs> I, I did like. I thought the performances were great, and I totally like just went with it. I didn't mm-hmm. like the last part. Right. Oh, that was so stupid at the end. But the rest of it, I loved that movie experience because I didn't know what I was expecting. And it was really interesting and fun the whole time. I yeah. like that when you don't know what's coming up next. And I really thought the performances were so good. All right. It was so pretty. I know that most people hate it, but I really liked it. I went yeah. there. And the reason it's here is because there's like a, a bunch of people who feel like you, like a very small, devoted number of yeah. people in that academy that are like, yeah. But as opposed to like the people who are like, everybody's like, Bridesmaids was really good, yeah. but, but not number one. Right. So. But some people are like, this weird one's number one. This is so weird. You know, they had to write number one. For enough people had to write that this was their number one best movie of the year to get on this nomination. Yeah, which is why there's nine instead of ten. Right. Which is really weird. If only there were a tenth, I really think Dark Knight could have gotten on. Oh, man. (laughs) I wish. I really do. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Is that from a few years ago? Yeah. I understand the joke. (laughs) Well, let's let's just kind of argument for why they expanded it to ten. Oh, yeah. Let's just talk through a couple of the rest of the movies here. The Descendants was really good also. Yeah. Um, but quiet, a little quiet little movie, you know? Yeah, it is a, it is a quiet little film yeah. for sure. There's and no way it's going to win loudest Oscar. No. no. <laughs> Hands down, Transformers. It will not win extremely loud and incredibly night. closest Oscar. Yep. Nope, nope. <laughs> Maybe if it got closer, you'd hear it better. Extremely loud and incredibly close. Boo. 
Boo yeah, on boo. you, you boo. stinky, stinky, twee little movie. Boo is correct. This is not a movie about 9-11. This is a movie about everything that's wrong Ugh. with 9-11. No, that's not <laughs> You know what's yeah. wrong with 9-11, guys? <laughs> well, let's tag. No, let's I'll go there. Let's go there. I probably should have written a joke beforehand <laughs> yeah. if I was going to use that tagline. The sickness. I should not have tried coming up with it on the fly. It did not work out for the me. The lung it? disease that the firemen got. <laughs> <laughs> The cell phones that couldn't call oh, for a yeah. while. Plus, like, their whole advertising campaign. This just got 9-11-er. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. It worked for me. Uh, it got, me, it, it got it, my butt in the seat. It was a movie about 9-11. Am I wrong? No, it, it, it is. Aftermath. Sort of. You're yeah. correct. Yeah. It's, like, I mean, it's, like, it's a kid dealing with the loss of his father who died in right. 9-11. Right. And realizing it was a rape of a book. Do they ever, <laughs> do they ever address what's wrong with the kid no they're like they tested me for asperger's but i'm not sure no you got something wrong with you there's like, something wrong being with them. so crazy in this movie and if we don't talk about addressed. it he already has something wrong with him free his father dying yeah. 9-11 you, you know, know what, what i mean like they, and then that just like screws him up even further which it would of if, course if but, his name were kevin someone should say we need to talk about kevin <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like an inside job. The whole 9-11 was perpetrated by his dad to get away from that kid. <laughs> he was tired of looking at Sandra anymore. Bullock every day and dealing with his weird kid. Yeah, I hid something under that, okay? Uh, what does it mean? What does it mean? That said, though, Max von Sydow was really good in it, and I enjoy yeah. seeing him. And I'm, I'm amazed he's still around and still making as many movies as he is. He yeah, constantly he's pops like up Christopher Lee. Yeah, he really mm. is. Yeah. He's the Christopher Lee of good movies. No, Christopher oh. Lee's in good movies. He's the Christopher Lee of mainstream movies? Is that fair? No. He's Chris just Lee's the in, parts in that Christopher Lee doesn't take. That's, more, <laughs> that's probably more accurate. Uh, what about Hugo? I did not see Hugo. Me neither. Because I am not a child. <laughs> oh, I am a child, but I didn't see either. Yeah. Uh, that's and I both saw it. Yep. Um, you like we it both agree me. that it's visually it's fantastic. Beautiful. Yes. Um, it's based on a kid's book. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit, Vanessa, not as much. Story for shit. You're going to spend so much money making your beautiful movie, and you have such great actors. Make the story good. Boo, Hugo. Boo, go. <laughs> Boo, go. <laughs> Boo, go. Get out my face, Boo, go. Uh, War Horse. Did not see that one. Boss. Uh, I was at a horse once, though. Oh, yeah. How From was before. that? Oh, it was fine. Smell, yeah. Smelled like a horse. That's like this movie. <laughs> yep. It's good. It's like it's a very old fashioned kind of Hollywoody epic kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, um, it's where, all like a great old Disney movie. Yeah, it really does kind of feel like yeah. that, and it's it's shot really well too. It gets really kind of hokey towards the end, but uh, but it's like a great old Disney. movie. A horse is a do. horse, I dug it. of course. War horse. A war horse <laughs> is a war horse. <laughs> no one can fight with a horse. War horse. <laughs> that is unless war horse. War horse <laughs> up against some Nazis. Copyright issues. Copyright issues. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and finally, out of those, Midnight in Paris, which we sort of briefly mentioned. Yeah. Um, great. Funny. Great. Yep. Woody Allen back on top of his game. His most, was it his most uh, successful film? Yeah, made his most money out of anything he's ever done. Which is amazing, out of a 40-plus year career. That's been an amazing career. But also, yeah, the insane. movies all cost $17 now. Yeah. yeah. Is that an adjust? Is it the most adjusted? We should or- take that into well, account. I don't know, but take into account that his movies typically don't open in more than, what, a thousand theaters? Yeah, well, when I went this and saw it, I saw it in its second weekend over at the Landmark here yeah. in town, and, like, it was sold out days in advance, which you don't really 
see anymore unless it's like the Batman next movie yeah. or Hunger Games or something. Like, we wanted to go on a Saturday. Like, at Saturday morning, we got online because it's reserved seating, and it, all the showings were sold out for the day. We had to go, like, Whoa. Sunday at 5, hmm. and we barely got tickets then. And this is the second weekend. It wasn't, like, yeah. its first thing. And I was like, whoa, there's something People were hungry here. for a good movie. And it delivered. Boom. Nicely done. Well played. Uh, you had to go get it. It didn't Midnight deliver. Paris. <laughs> so we all agreed, though, that the artist will take best picture. Yes. Uh, that was yes. the consensus there. We all yep. win. We all win. If we'll we look on it. I think Let's we'll... move on to best director, shall we? The nominees yes. are Woody Allen for Midnight in Paris, Michael Hazanavishu for <laughs> The Artist, <laughs> Terrence Malick for The Tree of Life, Alexander Payne for The Descendants, and Martin Scorsese. For you, you go. I like to say it wrong. It's fun. Nice. Um, those are your nominees. Hugo. Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a movie I'd see. Somebody just needs attention and affection. <laughs> oh, Hugo. What's wrong, Hugo? I need a hug. <laughs> just oh. Do you Do you play all the parts in this yeah, movie? It's, it's good. crazy. I nominate you. I got real lucky. Thank you, guys. Let's, let's write Martin and see if we'll do that for his next picture. Martin. Couldn't help but Scorsese. take a few notes on your movie. <laughs> I think I don't know. I'm bad. I'm so bad at this game. Uh, I, I want Woody Allen to win. That's a good one. I here's want the it. only reason I don't want Woody Allen to win. Man, but you wanted him because, last time. Because here's because <laughs> here's how here's how that will happen. And the winner is Woody Allen, Midnight in Paris. Woody could not be here tonight. Okay. We'll accept this award on his behalf. Thank you. Good night. That's how that will go down. He and it'll make, his, it the, it'll make the show shorter. Hooray. He has his long-standing so, jazz gig on Sunday nights right. or whatever. Yeah, York, it's just Klesmer. Yeah, yeah he'll he go to nothing not. other than that. Yeah. So um, I think uh, Michael has a vin, uh, Invictus. I think he will uh, win. The director of The Artist will win, and I think he should because um, I think that was a, a, a lofty uh, – goal he set out for himself that he accomplished by making a black and white silent feature which he had to know. do it he had to be like Shh, no 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 yeah. i know no, you want no, to no we, we go in mos on this one guys <laughs> what do you think <laughs> i'm michael hessen and invictus even he doesn't know how to say it no. and, and you hush <laughs> and the people that he says no to those are the the people doing the sound because when they were filming the actors actually did speak so he what? Had to, oh yeah they spoke no they, they said didn't. things no, they sometimes didn't. in english sometimes in other languages what a shocker that was at the end of the movie. Indeed. Spoiler Don't alert. Don't listen. <laughs> I think it's actually pronounced Hazana Vishu. I know. It's, it is spoiler alert. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, we agree that Michael's spoiler alert will win. I'm going to call yes. him Havana Invictus from now on. <laughs> I actually think out of those, I honestly I think Martin Scorsese should win it. Really? Yeah. Boo. He probably he could if if anybody's going to upset Michael Hazanavishu, it will be Martin Scorsese. I picked Alexander Payne. Mm. I don't know. See, but here's the thing: I the, the Academy has this long-standing tradition of someone will give an incredible performance, or a director will you know direct an, a magnificent picture, and the Academy will give it to a different person, and then they'll feel so bad yep. years the later. Next yeah. piece of crap that that person makes, they will give them the award for. So you think you're waiting for a turd from this guy? No, I'm no, I'm not. I think that that they've already given Martin Scorsese his award, his turd, his they turd gave award, it to him for The Departed. When <laughs> in fact good. they meant to give it to him for his entire body of work preceding <laughs> The Departed. <laughs> um, and uh, and I don't think that they they feel the need to do it again. You're probably right. It will probably go to Michael Hazanavishu, mm-hmm. Havana Invictus, <laughs> uh, Best Actor. The nominees are Damien Bashir for A Better Life, George Clooney for The Descendants, 
Jean de Jardin for the artist, Gary Oldman for Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, and Brad Pitt for Moneyball. Do you remember when all those guys were in uh, Ocean's Eleven together? Oh, oh so much man. fun. That was yeah. a crazy ensemble. Was I wanted to be Gary Oldman. He's so good. Right? Uh, I as well wanted to be Gary Oldman. And here is a shocking Oscar fact. Shocking. This is Gary Oldman's first, first Oscar nomination. Yep. Whoa. In he's, that career. Well, he's also, acted so well that people didn't even know he was acting. Yeah. Like this guy again. Keep in mind himself. that this is only Christopher Plummer's second. And his last one, his first one was like two years ago. Yeah. Like, there can be slow yeah. on these kinds of things. But yeah, it's yeah. Gary Oldman's first, which is pretty crazy. He's different yeah. in everything. And it's for a movie that, which I love. It's one of my top ten movies of the year. I love Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. But it's mm-hmm. like one of the most subtle, quiet <sighs> So movies. hard to follow. That it's and, and like you, they don't communicate a lot of this stuff. It's really yeah. slow. It's like an old fashioned spy movie. You can hardly see Tinkerbell. Yeah, she's barely in it. Yeah, like, she's barely in it. Where is she? She just clapping. shows up. She just flies out of the screen at the end, <laughs> yeah. and then waves her wand, and the credits come up. That's all. Yeah. That's all and she does. also, oh, they shorten that from its original title, Jonathan Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> I helped. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Uh, it, it's a good. Uh, I enjoyed the movie a lot, but it's a yeah. very subtle performance. It's not flashy at all. Yeah, like, Smiley is just observing things right. throughout, trying to piece together who this mole is. Within the service, and that right. that's what the whole movie is. Right, and, and what they need to do is go back in time and give him uh, an Oscar for his portrayal of Drexel in True Romance. True Romance. <laughs> that was the first thing I ever saw Gary Oldman in, without realizing it was Gary. Yeah, Oldman. I literally don't then, remember the first thing I've seen him in. Then, then I saw him in something else, and it was pointed out to me that that's the same actor who played Drexel. Uh, and I went, "No, was it Air Force One? It might have been." <laughs> It uh, might have been. Did you ever see an insane movie called Romeo is Bleeding? Yes. Yeah. No. There you go. That's a that's, great that's a, movie. a wonderful old man. Oh, no. It was uh, The Professional. It was Leon the Professional. Oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah. thing I saw him in after uh, True Romance. Also, part of my excitement of uh, there that I gave for Romeo is Bleeding mm-hmm. uh, was actually reserved for Romeo Must Die. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I glad you remain loyal. I want to be honest. Yeah. The fact that Gary Oldman did all his stunts in that, yep. all that kung fu, <laughs> that whole football sequence, <laughs> pretty wow. impressive. Wow. He looked real Asian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How does he do it? What a chameleon! I was just thinking about Lil Romeo. Oh, when I said that guy, yeah, a little bow wow. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about Little Caesars. Can we order pizza? <laughs> pizza, pizza. But I think uh, I think that they're going to give it to Clunes. You do? Yeah. I think so as well. I think so as well. I don't and know how you guys figure out who. I'm just like, nah. be- and And this is going to be they another case of... They're guessing. And they're going to oh. give it to him because I think this is a case of it, it, there is truly no standout performance amongst the five I nominated. I think they're going to give it to Dujardin. Me too. Mm, I think they're going to give it to Clooney in, in uh, basically... Because of his dad for, butt? No, for his previous work that they have not... That they didn't give it to yeah. him. He's gotten one. He does have one. But That's he's enough. done other, and he has a lot of attention. It's for a movie too yeah. that, like, I it's like Syriana is just like kind of an okay movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not fantastic, and he's good in it. Yeah, but it's like there's nothing like, and there's no amazing work. I feel yeah. like that Oscar is for like, oh, we love you, George. We love you. Yeah, exactly, you exactly right. They're gonna take that away and then just give it to him again for this. We're just repurposing Here, this, this. We just broke into your just, house and gave you your old Oscar back. That would be fair. That would be fair. Um, but I would love to see Oldman win it, just like all of you guys. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want them to not only give him the award, but as he walks through the stage, there's like ten extra ones. They're like, these are for all the years we We've totally forgot. <laughs> We're so sorry we forgot to send you the email. But these are all yours. We've just been hanging on to them. 
Yeah, I think Cloney will Cloney. I think Cloney will take it. The clone George Clooney. Darling. Call him George Cloney. George Cloney. <laughs> um, he wears so. too much perfume. George Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> he likes processed meat. George Baloney. <laughs> I think Rosemary Clooney's gonna take it. Um, so there you go. I think Rosemary's baby is great. Oh, mm-hmm. what a movie. You know it's actually a comedy. Oh, I actually meant Roseanne. Oh, Right. Me it's too. A, it is yeah, a You're right. We yeah. got it. War of the Roses? Is that what we're talking about? Where are we right now? Flowers uh, for Algernon? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the book. The movie was called Charlie. Oh, man. No, I think that was Algebra Class. That's, oh, that's what that's, I was thinking. That's my douchebag alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Best actress. Let's move on to that. Uh, the nominees are Glenn Close and Albert Nobbs. Hee <laughs> hee. Pamela <laughs> Davis <laughs> help. Rooney Mara for The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Meryl Streep for The Iron Lady, and Michelle Williams for My Week with Marilyn. I would like it to be Glenn extremely loud and incredibly close. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of the, the word knobs. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> choice. <laughs> uh, also because she hasn't won one and wanted, I wanted to. She's never gotten one? No. Mm-mm. Whoa, yeah, I didn't know that. She's never gotten one. She's been nominated a couple times. Yeah. Fatal Attraction, etc. Yep. But she did not win. Which was a weird sequel to Fatal Attraction. Yep. <laughs> Fatal, do you know? Here's a, here's a little known fact, only known by me and all the people who know it. Uh, I know I played softball at summer camp with the girl who played the daughter in that movie, Fatal Attraction. Of course we wow. know that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Just yeah. reminding you. Put that on the poster of the movie. Also on that team was Randy Quaid's daughter. Whoa. And Al Franken's Where daughter. did you play softball? New Milford, Connecticut. Oh, New Milford. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> New milf? That doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You just had a baby. You're a new milf. New yep. milf. That's, fresh that's milk. the only way that works. Uh, I Love that new milf believe smell. Michelle Williams will win. Me too. Um, really? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she's so pretty over, and people like that. The, the, the favorite, I think, is Streep. <laughs> I want Streep. Yeah. But here's the thing. The Academy loves proposing to Meryl Streep and not following through. They have a history of it 17 times. She's the Susan Lucci of the big yeah, screen. She has been on me. She's won twice. Uh, but she deserves the it. last time she won was, was for uh, uh, Sophie's Choice, which was, what, 82, oh, 83? Man. So it's been a good long time, but I don't think they're going to give it to her. I think, uh, remember who votes? Men. And they like uh, Michelle. But she was no Marilyn. It was a fine, yeah, good but, movie. But, but, you have to, but you have to think about the best actress category. There is a history of giving it to young pretty things. There's a history yeah. of giving it to young pretty uh, things. Before, <laughs> instead Nobs. of giving it to older, established actresses who give command performances. I'm gonna, uh, the one that always jumps out to me is they gave it to fucking Julia Roberts. For Aaron Brockovich in the same year that Ellen Burstyn gave the performance of a lifetime in Requiem for a Dream. I mean that that right there was that movie my was so gross though. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. That, that that was you know people for for generations before us. Uh, Sunset Boulevard, Gloria fucking Swanson. You know. As they say, uh, I actually want to. Wait, change. I didn't understand yeah. how that connected to the before. Well, part. I'm just saying that they gave it. They, they, the Academy has a history of giving it to the wrong actors, oh. the actors who did not actually give the best performance. Yeah, um, but and, wore the and, best push-up. Because if you ever you look back on the actual work, it's like. It's, it's you don't know about the politics of what was going on at the time, like the general perception of the performer right. at the time, right? What they'd done up to that point, like, right? You know, like, yeah. So may, I, may I remind you that Nicole Kidman has an Academy Award. As does Marissa Tomei. 
Now, I'm not saying anything about them as actors. They are both completely adequate actors. Yeah. They always give good jobs, and they're great in everything they, they do. They, they give good, good jobs. jobs. <laughs> oh, they give, you know what I mean. They're good at sex stuff. <laughs> but I don't think the movies that they won Academy Awards for, yeah. either of them turned in what I would consider an Oscar. Tr- yeah. Tremendous uh, you know, performances. Yeah. Except for my cousin Vinny. Right. You know, yeah, for getting that one. Aphrodite, which was fine, but yeah, it was like, all right, I didn't hate her, but Oscar worthy, yeah. But what does uh, it mean? I think you guys are all wrong. I think uh, Viola Davis is gonna win. Oh, all right, she's got a lot of but, good buzz around but, her. But the one who I'd like to see win, Rooney Mara, for the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, because this is a Gary Oldman type situation where I like to remind people she was the girl who breaks up with Social Network. And yeah, yeah. breaks up with Jesse Eisenberg in the beginning of the Social Network. They go, no. And I go, yeah, mm-hmm. fucking look it up. She had, she learned to do uh, that Swedish accent, which nobody teaches a Swedish accent. She had to find like crazy specialized tutors and. And I believe she she created this ridiculous character, this amazingly complex character. Um, And also, I really believe she was being raped. Oh, God. I'm sorry. But like, I was like, oh, I'm watching a real rape. Like David Fincher made them rape Rooney Mara. Yeah, it was pretty awful. What if you found out that they... Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you go. I didn't like her as much as original girl with dragon tattoo. But she doesn't speak English, so you don't know how good her performance was. I speak that. What she speaks. And she was botching all her lines. (laughs) No, I speak that. So good. But it was very different. Yeah, most of her lives, she was... It was super different. She was like, I am acting now. I am acting now. Yeah. I was going to ask if you found out that she was being raped, would that change how good an actress you thought? Yes. Then you'd be like, that's a great director. Yeah. No, you know who's great? That rapist. Yeah. He did not give up, even with the cameras rolling. So I'll change. Oh, I feel I, yeah. so bad for that actor, though. I mean, like, he was fantastic mm-hmm. in that role, mm-hmm. but, like, he's very, like, I hope he drastically changed his appearance. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, like the Verizon, can you hear me now guy? No. Yeah. People yeah. hate him, is what you mean. Yeah. Scarlet. <laughs> Which I actually did, I did a Verizon commercial a couple years ago with that guy, and he, he was like, yeah, they've been really good to me. I've, you know, I've, I'm able to blah, blah, blah. I was like, but I can't, I can't book work. Like, I audition for things, I can't get stuff. I was like, you have a national commercial campaign that's been running for like ten years, dude. You have a house in New York and a house in L.A. Like, boo-hoo. be okay with that. Yeah. Eventually, you'll make your own movies and you're, you'll stop doing that stuff. Yep. But yeah, a documentary. I can't hear anyone <laughs> <laughs> anymore. No one calls. <laughs> Please that call. Is, that is ironic. No one's calling him. <laughs> yeah. Well. So I actually want to change. I hope that uh, Glenn Close wins Best Actor. Oh, <laughs> well, that. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey. Uh-oh, Sam's getting uppity about this gender-bending stuff. <laughs> if that were the case, they should have given it to uh, Babs for Yentl. <laughs> Still right, up well, in arms what, about Here's what we'll Yentl do. Next year, we'll have them do uh, a, a, a category called Best Gender Blender. <laughs> and it can encompass all the previous years where they didn't have that category. And we'll like, just we'll settle I it. I don't like genders and blenders. <laughs> No, no, you just put your genitals in a blender, and that's what's the problem. Wear it up, slurp it down. What don't you like? Shake for breakfast, shake for lunch. Sensible death. Do you guys hear that? That was the sound of most podcasts turning off. Uh, best supporting actor. Here we go. Kenneth Branagh for My Week with Marilyn. 
Jonah Hill for Moneyball. Never thought I'd say Academy Award nominee Jonah Hill, but I right? just did. Nick Nolte for Warrior. Woo! Christopher Plummer for Beginners. And Max Woo! von Sydow for Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Um, all right. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just lay it out there. I believe that Christopher Plummer will win. And I don't have a who should win because I think this is the weakest field of supporting actor. I want Nick it to be Nolte! Jonah Hill! I've seen in a long time. You do? Why not? I only saw Moneyball. Okay, but all right. No, no, no. Let, <laughs> let me ask you a serious question. If you only saw Moneyball, that's fine. Did you come out of that movie going, "Oh my God, Jonah Hill was amazing"? How did he? Transform? I did actually. I thought he was really. really? Being I raped. turned to Jenny afterwards and I said, "Like he's going to get an Oscar nomination." Okay. I'm hundred percent serious. Okay. For somebody, well, then, then by, did you say then I'm five percent serious? No, I said five percent <laughs> serious, guys. <laughs> <laughs> because um, well, one, it's like you don't expect that from Jonah yeah, Hill. That's, so there was that. It's okay. range going in. Yeah. Right. And I just thought it was just a great portrayal of that character. Like, I really fully invested and bought it. And I just thought, like, that was a fantastic performance. And it wasn't flashy. It was subtle. And I thought was great about it. Unless you look it up and find out the actual character that that, that's based on is, like, some ridiculous, silly guy. He's like, hey, I know numbers. (laughs) Also, little known fact, that was Rooney Mara. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you remember um, Javier Bardem in No Country? Yes. You knew he was going to win the Oscar. From the friendo scene of yeah. the gas station clerk, of course. you knew right there. Yeah. You were you're sitting down, and 20 minutes into the movie, you're like, "Oh shit, I'm about to watch the movie. This guy's going to win an Oscar for." And same I know it's so close Waltz. to home. I was yeah. just going to say same thing with Christoph Waltz in the opening scene. Yeah, you know you're watching that year's best supporting Oscar yeah. winner. I did not feel that way with a single one of the actors nominated. There was no performance where even three quarters of the way into the movie, I went, "Oh my god, he's been fucking riveting." I can't take my yeah. eyes off them. Because there were no movies like that, really, there, either. But there I were mean, no movies, but there were Rooney, just none of, these, yeah. none of these performances. And I'm not, I, I hate to sound like I'm shitting on them as, as fellow actors, because I'm not. They all did fine jobs. Yeah. But I don't think that any of them did, were, were written roles that popped off the page. It was like, this is a meaty fucking supporting role that yeah. is going to hold this movie right. up. It's usually just the combination of it's on the page, the character is fantastic, right. and then the, the right actor gets cast at exactly. the right time and just hits. Yeah, and I didn't think I didn't think that w- was any of these. I think Christopher Plummer will. I think Nick Nolte should. I, I really liked him. Yeah, I did not see Warrior. I wanted to, but I didn't. Um, oh, of yeah. what I did see, though, I I thought Christopher Plummer was fantastic. That was a career performance for him. Yeah, so, it was. It um, was very good. Even though that movie, like, I didn't love it. I, yeah, I liked it. Started great, and then it just kind of was just kind of kept going. You know, I was, I was like, I just kind of waited yeah. for it to kick yeah. into another gear, which I never did. But I thought he was fabulous, and I. He's just one of those actors. Like, just took it. It was the last station which he got nominated for two years ago, but mm-hmm. it hadn't before that. It's like weird to me that it takes the Academy that long sometimes. Yeah, um, kept him on trap. I mean, come on, guys. I can't believe uh, he wasn't nominated for Victory, Max von Sydow. <laughs> the soccer movie. That was, is the one. Yeah, the Stallone, Stallone. Pele, yep. Michael Caine soccer movie. Finally, the three that we were waiting to them <laughs> to get together. Put that in the gender blender thing. That just seems to me like they put all actors' names in a bag and they just started randomly drawing things out. And also Pele. <laughs> yeah. Was he really in it? He really yeah, yeah, yeah. was. Yeah. Whoa. It's about yeah. guys that like play soccer. They're like POWs. They're POWs in World War II. <laughs> World War II, and they play soccer, but also plan an escape during a soccer game. Yeah, so I believe it's a semi-true story. Meets. It is. Yeah. A soccer. Movie. It's semi-true. The score was totally Bend it wrong. Like Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> the final game. I mean, well, I mean they added some more they, goals for they, drama. They had their asses handed to them, <laughs> right. but they changed that for the picture. <laughs> Bend it like Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> You got it. Get busy living or get busy scoring. <laughs> Andy Dufresne. <laughs> uh, best Supporting Actress. 
Uh, Berenice Bejo for the artist. Jessica Chastain for the help, who was in every movie this year. I don't know if you guys wow. knew that. Melissa McCarthy for Bridesmaids. Janet McTeer for Albert Knobs. And Octavia Spencer for the help. Uh, I think what the, the odds on favorite is Octavia Spencer, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Yes. And, uh, and I worked with her in a little film called Pulse. That no one was saw. she delightful. She was delightful. Yeah. She was a very funny gal, and she was a total professional. And when we worked together, I didn't know who she was. And then I looked her up. I was like, "Oh shit, she's been doing this for twenty fucking years." Oh man, like she is. She's been in a million things. She's yeah. one of those actresses who I'm so so happy for her because there are so many actors who have careers like that where yeah. no one knows who they are for the bulk of it, and they yeah. never get the chance. Yeah. To have uh, sink their teeth into a role like this and get and get recognized for it, so I'm very happy for her. Yeah, I think she will win it. Um, she's been kind of winning all the awards things for it. It's uh, it's, and it's a great role for her. It's a great performance. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, and a movie that I actually liked a decent amount. Like we actually didn't talk about the help, but yeah. I thought it was a pretty good film. You know, so and I didn't read the book. I thought it was the driving Miss Daisy of this year. <laughs> I mean, I did. You, you say that about every people and some though. black people. No, I do. Yeah. White people, black people, done. I don't like that kind of movie. Why do they have to put them together in the movies? And, yeah. uh, but they can't give That's why you hate the artist. <laughs> but you see, they can't give Melissa McCarthy the Oscar because they already uh, gave her an Emmy for her work in this film. That's funny. Remember when that happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when they true. gave Melissa McCarthy an Emmy for Mike and Molly, but they were really like, we don't have the power uh, to give out Oscars, but take this instead. I thought, I thought she would. Why don't, what, don't, what don't I know here? About what? I feel like there's so much buzz around Melissa McCarthy. It's her and Octavia. I feel like those are the two people. Why can't she? I think it's a yeah. I think it's a race between those two. In a sense that like the, the Academy likes to reward the kooky supporting actress thing. If you look at at uh, Marissa Tomei, Marissa Tomei, sure. And, um, Which I still believe was a mistake. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do. That he just read the wrong the wrong name. Jack Palance. Oh, read you the wrong literally name. believe it was a mistake. A lot of people do. do. Yeah, and uh, uh, I'm going to only take thirty seconds to talk because I could talk about I this for an about hour. The Kennedy assassination. No, no, but. <laughs> The, they, the they the Academy has said on record a million times, no, it was not a mistake. He read the right name, this and that. If someone read the wrong name, here's the protocol. And the protocol, if someone reads the wrong name, as it turns out, is someone from PricewaterhouseCoopers or whatever who knows the, the right name would run out onto the stage and, and stop it and then say, I'm sorry, there's a mistake. <laughs> and I call 100% bullshit on that because who's going to know? If the guy reading it is so out to lunch and he reads the wrong name and they grab the envelope from him the minute he comes off stage, who will ever know except the Price Waterhouse yeah. guy? And is that guy ever going to rush the stage of yeah. the Oscars to be like, yeah. oh, I'm doing it? That's the public protocol. The actual protocol <laughs> is to apologize uh, yeah. privately to the person who, like, you were supposed to win. Yeah. But somebody's dumb and but we you don't. you can tell uh, all your friends. And if yeah. it was the first time in the Academy's, at that point, what, 70-year history that it had ever happened... I don't think that they would have ever expected it. Yeah. We have a protocol for this been, that we've never used. They wouldn't oh, have ever prepared this guy, Leon. You know, and he's ready to hustle out there and, and uh, make it right. And everyone knows it should have gone to Joan Plowright for Enchanted April. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, You're at that time welcome. it was like four distinguished English actresses, I believe. It was ridiculous. And yeah, yeah. And uh, and if you look backstage in the footage, there's like a glass case with a button. Take that, that England! <laughs> First the American Revolution, now this. In case of wrong name, great yeah. glass. Yeah, Wait, literally. No. Oh. <laughs> I keep falling for everything tonight. I'm like, I have no idea. No, no, no. You're doing great. Thanks. So she could. just get it. Oh. Yes, Melissa McCarthy could win. She could. She could. If, she, if Melissa McCarthy wins, then I will believe that Marissa Tomei won. There you go. How about that? You it's hear that? Be a real Academy? game changer. <laughs> 
Uh, let's move on to what everybody's talking about. <laughs> Best animated feature film. Nope. The nominees are the, of course, everybody loves it, A Cat in Paris. Man, that cat was loves that, baguette. Uh, was that the sequel to Midnight in Paris? That's why I wanted to win. Uh, Chico and Rita. Sequel so to Chico cute. and the Man. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 2. Sequel to Midnight in Paris. <laughs> Puss in Boots, sequel to Albert Knobs. Ew. And <laughs> Rango. Oh, sequel. Rango, yeah. sequel to Rambo. <laughs> yeah, Rango, First Blood, part two. Uh, uh, those are your nominees. And, of course, the, the biggest, uh, well, there's two the technical snubs here. Chico One, and Rita. A lot of people thought Tintin would be nominated. It was yeah. not. And then, justfully so, Cars 2 was not nominated, which <laughs> marks the first time that a Pixar movie was not nominated for Best Feature Animated Film since they introduced it. Wow. Pixar needs to get a little lesson. They need to to up their game, I guess. To not make Cars 2 again? Yeah, never again. If you make a shit movie where you put Larry the Cable Guy front and center and... Mater. It's just so bad. Mater? Is that his name? Mater. Mater. (laughs) Get her done. No. Uh, I think Rango will probably win. I agree. That seems to have a lot of buzz around it. But I would like to see Puss in Boots win. Uh, just because if it gets a little bit more well-known when they make the porn version, they won't have to change the title. Thank oh, you. Yeah. There Such you an easy joke. <laughs> uh, Sometimes you, know, you have to just throw a layup in there. I only saw Kung Fu Panda 2 and Rango out of those. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 2 is fine. It just wasn't... I think it'll win. Great. <laughs> I'm pulling for Kung Fu Panda 2. I think it's going to, but I would rather see Puss in Paris win. Yeah, Puss in <laughs> Paris. Uh, I think Rango will win. I like Rango a good deal, but I also love Spaghetti Westerns, which was Rango was too, nonsense. So. <laughs> so was Tree of Life. Why, why, where was Baby Vegas that was happening? Don't you like unexpected things? What was going things? on? Why was it in the past, but then it was not in the past at all? They, these oh, that's lizards, what you're hung up on? These lizards are stuck in the past. <laughs> what? And what? The half of those creatures were totally made up. It's like a Bogus. ghost town. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Everyone was ugly in that movie. They made a anim- they were drawing all those pictures. Mm-hmm. They had the choice to make cute, lovable things. Why mm-hmm. would you? Do- the whole idea is: Have you ever seen the? Have you seen the Good, Bad, and the Ugly? Uh, it should have been the Good, Bad, and the yeah, Fine. Good, Bad, and be done. Just <laughs> the Good, Bad, and the Fine. <laughs> oh hi! Should just called it the Good. <laughs> the Good. Check That's a movie I'd like. Good. Granted, yes, the animals in it were kind of gross looking or whatever but they're supposed to be these like weird desert animals that are like gunslingers and vagrants just like in men in black like you had that guy who was black you're like gross (laughs) (laughs) he's done fine for himself he's very fine (laughs) all right Mm. some of these will probably go through pretty quickly because i don't think we've seen any of them best foreign film a separation bullethead Bullethead from Belgium, Footnote from Israel, In Darkness from Poland, Monsieur Lazar from Canada, and A Separation from Iran, which is like the like way front runner. Yeah, Separation is definitely going to win that. I agree. Uh, Yes. (laughs) But of course, we all know. It's there. We all have the same opinion that we came to independently. Mm -hmm. We all love that film. We'll get A Separation from this category and move on to Best Original Screenplay. The nominees are Midnight in Paris, Margin Call, A Separation, The Artist, and Bridesmaid. How often does a foreign film get nominated for Best Original Screenplay? Uh, not often, not too often. I don't think so. Good for them. Way to go! Uh, I think uh, Midnight in Paris will and should win. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Though I did hear okay. that Margin Call was fantastic. I just have not yet seen it. Yeah. Yep. Why is it about the? It's about the buttery call of. 
2007. <laughs> Murder and Recall. There oh, I'm was, thinking of another documentary. There, when there was that, that I can't believe it's not butter embargo. <laughs> embargo on. I think that Martin Scorsese should win for embargo. Yeah, agreed, agreed, man. Midnight in Paris is just one of those movies when you're watching it that you're like, when you realize what the concept is, uh-huh. that you're like, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Because like, totally. I didn't really know what the concept was and I wanted to see it. Yeah, like, no, yeah. In Paris. The... Like, I didn't realize there's that fantastic element. Yeah. Yes. And then when it started, I was like, okay, this will be goofy. Yeah. And, and lovely. Uh, just lovely. Yep. And accessible in a way that, like, there were definitely, like, you know, if you knew F. Scott Fitzgerald, that would be funny to you. If you knew Hemingway, it would be funnier yeah. to you. But Hemingway didn't, was super, yeah. regardless. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Fun to watch. If you took even a single artsy-fartsy class in college, or high school even, you, you should have thoroughly enjoyed this yeah. movie. You probably didn't even, I mean, you could probably be a dummy. Yeah. You could probably be a big dummy. You yeah. could love finding Neverland. There were, there were definitely a lot, of, a lot of people in the theater that I saw it in who I could tell did not get a lot of the references, but heard other people laughing. We're like, oh, I'm supposed to laugh oh. now. He's, he's Dolly, Salvador Dolly. And I'm supposed to know why it's funny. <laughs> he's so weird. I have a Dolly. <laughs> Dolly. Um, but but even, even that was okay. That's like when you're a child and something funny happens in a movie that you don't understand, but you know you're supposed to And that's how you learn comedy. And that's what it was. And that's fine by me. Whoop. All right. I think we're all in agreement there. Uh, best adapted screenplay is The Descendants, Hugo, The Ides of March, Moneyball, and Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy. Thomas. Uh, I think uh, uh, The Descendants will and, and should win. I really like The Ides of March. I, I love The Ides of March. I, I'm kind of pissed it's not nominated Super for Super enjoyable. And yeah. none of the performances were nominated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, so good. Everything was great about it. Oh, that was a really... Spectacular film. Wait, um, I, I liked it, it but it was from? one of those things that I walked away from being like, yeah. it just didn't really like stay with me. Like I liked it when I was watching. I was like, this cast is freaking amazing. Like everybody's great in it. Yeah. These small roles and like, yeah. and the concept was good. And I thought the script was good. And the direction was good. It was just one of those movies I walked out to, afterwards. Like the next day, I was like, just totally forgot about it. Oh no, it's I remember everything. Days. I believe it was from a play called Farragut North. Yes, you're yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. So I remember. Whoa. At least one thing about it. That's a good, good style. <laughs> and I remember Ryan Gosling was dreamy. Oh, my gosh. As always. And George Clooney was cloney. Oh, so cloney. <laughs> was cloney. Well, this was cloney. like the year of Ryan Gosling in a sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. He had, if only the Attic Academy would wake up and see. Well, he had three big movies that were all very different. And yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, Real good. Eyes of March, Drive, and uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. Which that was a that was a really good comedy. Yeah, I agree. Real good, uh, real well, good. Was, uh, it was real good. Uh. It, there were so many times in that movie where I was like, "Oh, it's going to be like a comedy right now," and then it wasn't. It was like they there was very they didn't go the easy way a lot of the time. I felt. Yeah, I agree. I, I want there, Crazy it, Stupid Love there, to win. There were there were no fewer than three public proclamations of feelings. And emotions sure, there was in that movie. Sure, sure. Look, Sam, it was crazy. Uh huh. It was stupid. Crazy stupid, and it was love. love. Um, did you know that The Descendants, uh, the adapted screenplay was written by, of course, the director, Alexander Payne, but then mm-hmm. Jim Rash yeah. and Nat Faxton? We had him on the show talking about yes. it. Yes. We have a potential Oscar winner. What the funk? Uh, right? Yeah. I thought, you guys I, got Alexander Payne? Yeah. That's yeah, Jim Rash. On. He was a real diva. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I honestly, I think that it will win, um, I because I love Moneyball so much for me that I like I prefer it a sure, little bit. But, but I think you, those are both really strong scripts. Have you read the the book Moneyball? 
I have not. Uh-huh. I should. Uh, it's very different. Obviously, there's there's no real narrative in the book. So uh, it was very impressive that that uh, who's Stephen Zalian, Stephen Zalian, and yeah. Like I think it's a great combination of those two because Sorkin's dialogue is always so fantastic. Yeah, Zalian's story arcs and pacing is always great too, and yeah. I think it was a great marriage. Yeah, I was just a little. Oh God, I, I there's no way to say this without it sounding like I didn't like Jonah in the movie, and I did. I like Jonah. I like him as a guy. I like him as an actor. I thought he was really good in the movie, but I would have been more interested to see Paul De Podesta who is the actual character that he's loosely based on. Mm-hmm. And um, f- because I follow this stuff, originally, I, I, you, I'm sure you know this, it was going to be Soderbergh was going to direct yeah, it. Yeah, it was in limbo for a while. And uh, Dimitri Martin was going to play Paul De Podesta. Yeah, yes. that's what I heard. And, uh, and then it kind of fell apart, and Soderbergh was like, well, then fuck it, I'm going to make Contagion, and he put Dimitri Martin in that. Um, and I would have loved to have seen Dimitri Martin in this movie. Um, and I felt like that kind of it, – it, it was too different for me from the book mm. to the movie that uh, I didn't uh, – that I don't – it's not my favorite. So adapted. you don't think it should win most adapted screenplay? It's <laughs> so adapted. It is very adapted. It is indeed. It's not going to win most exact screenplay. So I'm, I'm going to go with The Descendants, <laughs> though. I didn't read the book, but I know Nat. I worked with him and, and Jim, and I think they're great. And yeah. I love it when comedians who you would never think would No, like, that's so exciting. You wrote this totally yeah. heady oh, I'm movie? for them. It's actually a great year for the Groundlings. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yes. I mean, you Kristen, know, those who are Groundlings, Kristen Wiig. M- Melissa. Melissa, yeah. Annie Mamolo, who... Yeah. Like it's and I guess Octavia Spencer and Albert Nobbs too. Oh yeah, Albert, Albert Nobbs. Finally, was a, was a ground character ground. created by the Groundlings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. Best art direction. Hugo We're go through these pretty fast. Uh, the artist Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part Two. Hugo, Midnight in Paris, and War Horse. Uh, the he, artist has art right in the name, so I think it's that. That's a go. Oh. I mean, that's a go-to. I say Hugo. I think they're going to give Hugo all these artsy stuff because uh, it was a very uh, fantastical film. I I'm said told. Harry Potter. I'm told. Yeah, I think I think Hugo will win it. I thought it was like pretty spot on for that. Mm-hmm. Think of all the different places that Harry Potter goes. That's a lot Is of the art. Deathly Hallows the absolute last Harry yeah. Potter movie? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, in that case, they might give it some awards like they did yeah. with Lord of the Rings. Because yeah, it's been working on it that, for years. I think it'll be things like makeup and things like yeah. that. I don't think it'll be yeah. art direction. All right. Uh, we'll see. All right. Well, this, is got, this next one has a couple different things in it. Best costume design. Anonymous, the film no one saw or liked. I because saw it's, it. anonymous. it's anonymous. <laughs> People saw it, but they didn't realize. That's right. Didn't what know. did I just... Oh, never mind. Uh, the artist, Hugo, Jane Eyre, and the Madonna-directed <laughs> W.E., <laughs> which was my favorite speech of all time when she won the... Oh, was it the Emmy for Song or whatever? Yeah. It was like the weirdest rambling thing ever. Huh. But uh, of those, uh, I think the uh, the artist will take that. I think Madonna will be awarded for her costumes in the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, yeah. That would be a nice mix-up. That would be nice. Madonna, get up here. <laughs> get up here. I, I'm going to say Hugo. I didn't see the film, but, again, I feel like it's one of those things where the, the artsy-fartsy people, that was the most successful of the films, right? Of those yeah. listed? Yeah. I and the so. artist. And the, and the artist. Yeah. But... I'll you give me more of the box. Of, uh, I don't. I didn't pick one for this one. It was too it's confusing. Not. It's very hard to pick things, <laughs> right? <laughs> you have you to can, like look at the options. You got to weigh them. Think. You need dexterity. Yeah, I don't That's have true. fingers. That's true. Uh, best original song. Two nominees. Man, I'm up it. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. How could clear. Rio even? Whatever. They had to have two. 
Yeah, they or can't they just have, have one. Category. Wait, but why do they only have two? I, it's a similar thing, I think. Like they have to have, yeah, have they to, have to get to a down. certain number of nominations. Oh so it's possible that both of these reached that threshold, or it's possible that only one did, and, and then, then they, they were like, "Yeah, yep." So I think I think that will be Manor Muppet, which will be crazy to see one of the Flight of the Concords win an Oscar. Because it will be happening. So the yeah the uh, it's Manor Muppet from the Muppets or Real and Rio from Rio. I think Manor Muppet will win, but I'd like to see Real and Rio win just because this way I have both my bases covered. <laughs> nice. Now, now I can't well be played, wrong. It's true. Yeah. You're you. either half right and half wrong, or half wrong and half right. Exactly. I'm gonna be either double right. Hedging my bets. Muppet Muppet. Uh, best original score: Tintin, The Artist, Hugo, Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy, Thomas, and War Horse. <laughs> nice. I'm going Muppets. Uh, I, I think the artist will win, mostly because the Academy wants to give the middle finger to crazy Kim Novak. That makes sense. She wanted to report a rape. That's right. And no one listened. That's right. What? And she deserves not oh, to be this I don't know what's oh, going on right then now. Then allow me to fill you and our audience in. Um, so the artist utilized the love theme from Vertigo mm-hmm. in the movie. Now, most people, I think don't know the movie Vertigo, most younger people anyway. Right. So they didn't know. It was all the same to them. But crazy movie people, when the when the score from Vertigo kicks in, yeah, you recognize uh-huh. it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 Not a not a, a theft, not a I'm right. feeling yeah. dizzy. Right. It was like a they they an homage. It was, it was an homage. The film was jam packed with homages yeah. and, and it's self referential and everything. And so Kim Novak in her uh, uh, senility sees this, and then pays for a full-page ad in Variety that starts with, I'd like to report a rape. And then then rips into the artist for using the score from Vertigo, which she said it's it's like a cheap ploy to to get people to feel a specific emotion that they got from our film. And since Alfred Hitchcock and James Stewart can't defend themselves, I have to speak up for them. I'm like, no, you don't. You you do not have to speak up for anyone. Here's where she screwed up. She needed to start it with, (laughs) for your consideration, (laughs) I'd I'd like like to to report report a rape. You are right. Then we would have paid attention. You are right. Uh, yeah, that's it's really so sad. Crazy. I'd like Alfred Hitchcock to come out of the to come and say something against her. That would be it. <laughs> in silhouette. <laughs> Good evening. I know that the flesh is drooping off my bones, and I am very dead. But Zombie Hitchcock would like to report a rape. <laughs> drooping. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna zoom through a couple of these here as we're getting towards the end Wait, of our. We, we didn't pick one. Oh, we didn't. Yeah. That's right. Oh, the artist, too. Yeah. Oh. The artist. I picked uh, Warhorse. The artist will win it. I actually <laughs> really dug the Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy score. I kind of would actually choose that if given a choice. But mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, best documentary. I'm sure oh, we've all seen these. Yeah. If a Tree Falls, the story That's what of I picked. the Earth Liberation yeah. Front. <laughs> we should skip those. We'll skip those. <laughs> so I think it will be Paradise Lost 3 Purgatory. All right. Uh, let's, let's go on to the things we've probably seen. Cinematography. The artist, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Hugo, The Tree of Life, and Warhorse. Hugo. I think the Tree of Life should win, and it won't. I think it will win. I think that's the, it will be its one award. Really? It, it, it was like it was gorgeous. I, cool. It was eye candy. <laughs> I think that's what it will win. All right. That's usually it, right. It can win. Yeah, okay, cool. Thanks, guys. I say Hugo. Hurley Reyes. <laughs> <laughs> if only that's what that movie was. <laughs> Hugo from Lost in 1920s Paris. 
living inside of a clock, trying to put together a robot. Here to accept the award, Weezer. <laughs> um, all right, best film editing. The artist, because it is the shortest. <laughs> I well have played. that. I have that as well. That's good. I think the artist won that. It's the artist, the Descendants, Dragon Tattoo, Hugo, Moneyball. I didn't know how to pick. I don't want to talk mm. about my picks for that. All right, makeup. Let's do this really quick. Yep. Albert Nobbs, Harry Potter, and the Ion Lady. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, it's got to be. There's so much more makeup. Because Glenn Close already kind of looked like a dude. And, the Meryl uh, Streep age makeup Meryl was Streep, amazing. Yeah, but, you know, but how hard is it to make a middle-aged lady look like an old lady? Voldemort Streep is has 25. no nose. No. <laughs> uh, I think it will be the Iron Lady, which was the best sequel to Iron Man. And uh, I think I think I think that that's what it'll get. The man and the Iron Lady. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound editing. Drive. It's one nomination. That's the girl with the dragon bullshit. tattoo. Hugo. Transformers. Dark of the Moon. And Warhorse. Dark of the Moon. I thought it was Dark Side of the Moon. I see. Yeah, you got to sing. You put on that Pink Floyd album. Two Transformers. You put wow. it on backwards, man. It's then it'll drown out some of Transformers. <laughs> no, it won't. That's the worst part. I do hope that Transformers wins just so that Transformers has an Oscar. Yeah. So that they can the Oscar on, winning. So they can sell more DVDs that way. Yeah. Uh, and But I would like Drive. I would like I need Drive to win as well. Something. Yeah. But I think Hugo. I think Hugo will take that. Why? How are you guys picking Trains, this? trains. There's a lot of love for Hugo. I think it's, gonna... it's that easy. Yeah. Uh, best sound mixing Dragon Tattoo, Hugo, Moneyball, Transformers, Warhorse. Transformers! <laughs> I, I, think, I think Hugo will win, but I'd like to see Warhorse win just because, you know, clip clop, clip clop, clip clop. I pick Girl with clip-clop. Dragon Tattoo. That's not easy to, to, to mix. Moneyball! <laughs> You fired. Yeah, I think that'll be Hugo. Why uh, you guys keep picking Hugo? I don't. If this thing sweeps it, thank you, Mike. It's not going to sweep it. It's not going to sweep it. It's going to take a lot of cares. You cares about this. It's going to take more of the technical Yeah. Visual effects. Harry Potter, Hugo, real steel. Finally. Fine, yeah. Rise of the Planet of the Apes for them. and Transformers Dark. What is real steel? Apes. That's that the movie where Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Jackman uh, beats up a robot. Robot boxing. Oh, movie. yeah. Cool, man. That one. It had a lot of heart, guys. Look, when you have to bring the Rock'em Sock'em robots to life, I'm sure that doc is great on the DVD. I picked uh, Apes. Apes should win. It should yeah. be Apes. I want it to be Apes, but I think it'll be Hugo. No! no stop Apes. it! I think it'll be Apes. Damn. Apes. Sorry. Apes was pretty Apes. phenomenal. Hugo away What now. about Harry Potter, which I have never seen a single one of those, but were the visual effects in that not good? Yeah, they were great. They're well, all right, fine. Then. The Apes, they look like Apes. So but maybe, yeah, the, so Apes maybe the Harry Caesar. Potter people and the Planet of the Apes people will split each other, and then the Hugo train will come. Stop begging through. for that Hugo train. Enough about trains. Clip-clop, <laughs> <laughs> clip-clop clip, trains. Yeah. All right. Blah, blah, blah. Robots. Okay. Ghosts. <laughs> that's where the sounds are. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's it for like the fairly major awards. There's like short film animated, short the film fantastic flying books of Mr. Morris. Less here's here's your yeah, here's tomorrow. your guide to those. Uh, anything that's about the Holocaust, mm-hmm. anything that's about mass genocide. There's winner. your winner. Or Guys, by Pixar. There's one that's yeah. called Tuba Atlantic. I'd like to see that win. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's. We each came up with uh, an honorary Oscar that, weird um, that we like to award to something that wasn't nominated. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll leave it to uh, to you guys. All right. Uh, I. All right. I, I put a lot of thought into this. I really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they were to add an extra category, I so want it to be uh, best crushing of a skull. Okay. 
And uh, yes, of course the winner is Ryan Gosling in Drive. However, I would like to let you know the other nominees. Okay. Just so you know no, where I good. was coming yeah. from. you got to add more to the field. Okay. <clears throat> Obviously, Meryl Streep in Iron Lady. Yes. Mm. Great. Skull uh, an amazing, amazing skull-crushing skull scene. Uh, m- a little less amazing but still notable, Matt Damon in We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> Do you remember that when that, never that, that zebra did not see it coming and he really just emptied the, the brains out yeah, of that he, thing? Yeah, that thing bled. You could use its head mm-hmm, for a bowl. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he's just going, we bought a zoo! Right. We bought a zoo! Right? Yeah. Um, great, great scene. Also, this one I don't think anybody knows, Justin Long and Alvin and the Chipmunks chipwrecked. Yeah. Um, basically, you underestimate to be fair, your audience. To be fair, he did step on the entire chipmunk so it all was crushed. But the skull the was crushed. Included. Skull is included in that. Right. And last but not least, and he this didn't is the chip check himself before he chip wrecked himself. himself. <laughs> oh no. And this one for me was I was really back and forth between Gosling and this one. Uh Morgan Freeman in Dolphin Tale. <laughs> um because he had that great line, you either get busy swimming or get busy being eaten by Japanese fishermen. Remember that? Yeah. And then he crushed the dolphin's skull yeah, because he didn't, he yeah. wasn't, he he wasn't getting busy. Them. I'm a man who way. knows how to crush people's skulls. <laughs> I've heard that said about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I think, well, it's uh, <laughs> oh, no, not Alderick. <laughs> the, uh, the nominees in my category are Drive, Tinker Taylor, Hugo, Transformers, and Pop My Culture, and the winner of Best Podcast about the Oscars. <laughs> Transformers! Oh, I knew it. I Just knew kidding. It. It's this one. It's this one, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Hugo will probably take it. <laughs> um, Stop. I, sorry, I yes. wrote it. Here's <laughs> Vanessa. I couldn't yeah, help it. Mine I didn't even write down because I memorized it. Whoa. The best person whose slow smile will make you fall in love with him <laughs> every time. It's a very really limited Thank category. Thank you. And the nominees are... Ryan Gosling in three different movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but which wins. one? Uh, he wins for Drive because that yeah. slow smile creeping up. He, you, he doesn't have to act at all. He can be steely faced the whole time, yeah. and that lip starts to twirl, and you feel like he's in love with you. Yeah, you do. Oh my god, he is in love with you. What? <laughs> I gotta go. He told me. He told me right before I came here. That's why. I know somebody who fed him food. What? I have a friend who like works as a uh, hospital aide. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like craft services on movies. And she was working on a movie that he was filming, and uh, and he was like, "Can I have some of this?" And she's like, "Let me." Yeah. Ooh, here comes the she airplane. Was like, she would like not go up to him because because he's who he. She was yeah. like, "Give food." To, and one day he just came over. And he's like, "Can I have some of that pineapple?" <gasps> he likes pineapple. Yeah. But, Secrets. Oh, you're in, Vanessa. Okay, I know, I know lots yeah, of facts you know. about it. it. Takes a year to grow a pineapple. Mm-hmm. That's my first thing I can talk <laughs> about. Week, takes a village. Take an I, was, I, I was really more suggesting that you buy some pineapple and bring oh, it to him. Oh, I was That's just thinking way. when I bump into him. Right I now, you have something to talk about. Yeah, you're like carrying anecdote. pineapples around at all times, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> when I was a little girl, <laughs> we're, we're going. There. I asked my mother, "What would yeah. I be? <laughs> a pineapple <laughs> grower?" I was obsessed with Maya Angelou. And her books, all, all of her autobiographies. Well, you were a kid that was obsessed with my. When she was a small was a, black girl. I was a kid when I was a young black child. I was obsessed with 
Joan Embry, the woman that's San Diego makes Zoo. magic at the San Diego Zoo, <laughs> yeah. Maya Angelou, and Perry Mason. And Ooh. Maya Angelou had this beautiful story in one of her autobiographies about how all she wanted for Christmas would always be her big gift would be this one can of pineapple mm-hmm. from her grandmother's store. Canned mm-hmm. pineapple is the worst. It was okay. That's all she knew. She was in Texarkana. They didn't have pineapple groves. Anyway, yeah. I got to do a little more research on pineapples. But I always thought, I'm going to send her a pineapple mm-hmm. and she's going to love me. And it never happened. Oh, I think you had that case cracked, Barry. <laughs> what a downer. Uh, well, I came up with three because I didn't want, in case you guys came up with a similar one, I wanted oh, to have Cole backups. Cole was telling me that. I was like, I think you don't need to worry you about You never that. know, though. It could what be... if you came up with the three that we did? Yeah. Yeah. Be crazy, you should have right? come up with four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm just going to read them all. Why not? Uh, best score that was not nominated, The Chemical Brothers for Hannah, I thought was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Hannah's good. Hannah's Hannah so was a great good. movie. Oh, uh, best motion capture performer, Andy Serkis, for both Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Tintin. That guy is not equaled. He was fantastic. He's like of the a Apes. one man circus. And <laughs> best use of a song reminding us that a character is a real human being and a real hero was Drive. Because if you oh. recall, they play that song 94 times, and the chorus is literally like, and a real, being, a real human being and a real hero. Rewatch it. I would. I so would have thought wins? you said Warhorse. Drive wins that. Yeah. The only. That's the only thing that he said. Yeah. yeah. It was so much talking. <laughs> Nominated a real hero, a real human being, and Drive. <laughs> well, you know, Gosling's character from Drive could have been in the artist because he doesn't say anything really. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's a fun oh. little fact. Between three of the major acting nominees, a total of two words were spoken on screen. Between Jean Desjardins, Bernice Bejo, and Max von Sydow. And Britney Spears. And Britney Spears. Truth. Yep. Bernice. True words were never spoken in those movies. And there were only three (laughs) of them, see? True words. Yeah, We did it, guys. We did it. We made it through. Do you? Now, here's a question. When do we start the podcast? Oh, later. (laughs) Got it. We got to relax first. That's the question, right? No, the question is, do you guys like the Oscars? I love the Oscars. I don't watch the Oscars. <gasps> what are you going to do instead? Perform stand-up comedy. Oh, great. You're one of those. Follow my dreams. What day is it? Sunday? Yeah. Sunday. Yeah, I'm doing something. Busy. Mm. Booked. And, uh, and your DVR, it hates you? I don't have uh, cable. I don't have anything. You have things. I, mean, I have a computer. You have yourself? I watch things on the computer. Oh, yeah. I have myself, which is all that you need. anybody has or needs. Yep. That's yeah. true. You have external things. Your you don't have meat. Them. Yeah. You got nothing. You're gonna be a skeleton. Yeah, you yeah. are one. Your skin's drooping off You're just right a now. Fat skeleton right now. Fat fucking skeleton. Fat goopy skeleton. <laughs> we know well, what's under there. We're gonna see how everybody does. We have all your guys' ballots. So on a future podcast, we will report the results of uh, how people did their predictions. Though I think we were pretty Sam's uniform. Not giving you his. No, Sam I need mine. Not giving I'm you entering his. an Oscar poll. I'm not filling this thing out again. <laughs> well, Let's take a we'll find out somehow. Phone. Uh, thank you guys for coming on and doing this. It's been fun. I, uh, I just hope that people listening in years to come, oh, and they will, will oh. care about what this, almost happened. This will be in my time. That one time. This is an evergreen episode, guys. <laughs> it is so <laughs> a lot of uh, shelf life. Uh, you it, guys are yeah. both on Twitter. People can follow you there. Absolutely, that's right. Uh, at Sam Levine with two M's, with two M's, and at Mike Kaplan. Right? One M, and then a Y, and a Q, and then a Kaplan. With, with a, a K. K. With a K. 
in an yeah. hour. This is our second jinx of the podcast, Sam. Oh, I guess, buy me a Coke. I guess, <laughs> I guess I really do owe you that Coke. Oh, there man. I'm at Brought Cole to you Stratton. by Hugo. I'm at Hugo, the movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I got to see what the big deal is. That's People tweet me. Tell Hugo this. underscore the movie. DA movie. <laughs> the movie. You can also find me at Chipwrecked. At Hugo Girl. Big fan. <laughs> Hugo Girl. Uh, I have this device that lets you pee anywhere you want. It's called the Go Girl. <laughs> Is it? Does yeah. it look like a yarmulke? Really? No, unless it's like a pink vaginally shaped yarmulke that's with a tube on top. <laughs> well, that's a good image to end with. <laughs> Uh, you know, Jews. The yarmulkes I wear look like. <laughs> and the podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for listening. I'm having us a raglan. I love the Oscars. Hugo. Girl. <laughs> Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.